You know you're created for more. Now let's do something about it. Welcome to Project You, the space for you to embrace the I can, I will philosophy. And finally, start making progress towards your goals, your dreams, and your desires. Be kind, supportive, and remember every day that the blueprint for you is within. I'm Cami Craig. Today, let's work on Project You. Hey, you guys, welcome to Project You with Cami Craig. We're starting off today by breathing. Right now, the very first thing that we're going to do is take a big, huge inhale. And then exhale. Really, what's going on is me breathing through the storm that I have been living in in the winter month, as this is part two of Real Talk. Real Talk and more power to you. I've recognized more of myself because I realized at some point I wasn't where I wanted to be. That's when my whole life began to change. It's very simple when we think about what we want. It's very simple and very detailed and and very understanding to self when we know what we want. But when you recognize that you are not there, (laughs) just know that it is going to be a storm in order to get there. And some people's storms are so much different than others and we can never really truly sit here and say, yep, I totally understand because, you know, we're, we're built differently and our hearts are different and, and we think different and our experiences and opportunities are different. And, and that doesn't take away from, from her situation or his situation. It's just so different, you know, but so when you're settling in on things, as we have this real talk, we are really defining and recognizing where we are in our life. And if you're in a space that you're waking up and you're in a space where you just don't know and a little confused and and altered, uh, just know that this is the beginning of the change because because you're able to see and feel. And if you guys hear anything right now, I'm just kind of stopping that. But if we're if you hear anything, they're planes. I'm actually going to have real talk about doors opening because you purposely closed the door in a chapter of your life. And I'm sitting over here recording in my van um, in Reno, Nevada today by the airport. And I ironically wanted to finish this chapter in my life sitting here today with you and whoever is about to listen to this for a reason and for a purpose, but to let you know that all the days of my life that that I was in my past and I look back on 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 breathing and inhale and exhaling and doing my best to think things through and sit over here and cry uh, I did it over here by the airport and I reflect now and and recognize why I was doing that because it made me feel somewhat happy to be over here I would take naps over here I would just catch a breath over here. And like I said, I would cry over here. And um, again, I look back and I was like, why the airport? And again, it was one of those things where there was travel 
going on. And when I look at a plane, you think of travel, you think of going from one place to the next. And then you think about the vacations and you think about going to see family and, and all the reasons why you would get on the plane. A lot of people go for business, you know, but at the end of the day, it's, it's destination. It's point A to point B. And I remember distinctly, distinctively thinking that I'm going from my life here and I will get to point B, but I didn't exactly know how. I didn't know when. I wasn't willing to take the risk like I told you in the last Real Talk of part one. I, I, I finally had to, you know, and I, and I felt safe enough to do that and all the things. But so I'm, I'm sitting here today with this podcast about real talk and power to you and allowing doors to be closed to doors to be open because this means so much to me by the fact that I don't have to come back here and live in sorrow ever again. The chapter has closed. And as the chapter closes, I can sit here and reflect with you. And as I hope and I pray and I wish this for you, that you can sit and you can reflect and you can, and you can think about and recognize where you are. And is this the beginning stages of getting to where you need to be? Or is this, is this a, you know, a refresher to continue to get to the place that you deserve and need to be? And, and I remember feeling all sorts of feelings while I was sitting over here. And today there's a portion of me that feels sad. There's a portion of me that feels, feels humiliated. There's a portion of me that feels embarrassed. Um, but at the end of the day, as I just hear this plane go by me and feel those feelings again, there's nothing like the feeling that I used to have. So as I move forward and speaking about recognizing that you're not where you want to be is the starting point of, you know, where you're going to be. I remember a dear friend of mine and a client during this course of this year has told me, you know, my mother always told me that you live a lot of lives in your lifetime. And he would say that over and over. And I, I always go home and I, and I would think about that statement that his mother was saying. And, and here I am at the end of a year and a half of divorce and, and check marking all the boxes and going through all the emotions that, that you go through. And I'm thinking, gosh, dang it, that mom, <laughs> that mom is so right. We truly do walk through different lives and, and many lives in our lifetime, especially when you're in a state of recognizing that, that you don't need to hold yourself back anymore and you need and deserve the happiness, right? And experience what is destined for you. I recognize that when we go through life and we go through it very closed off and very, very single-minded and also blinded and, and burrowed in, in, in the nest, we don't become. And it's so profound to me that Project U is, is the ultimate 
chance. It's the ultimate choice and it's the ultimate change that you deserve. And, and I, and I know this because it's literally happening before my very eyes. When one door closes, another door opens. This is by Alexander Graham Bell. But we so often look so long and so regretfully upon the closed door that we do not see the ones which open for us. And of course, I'm, I'm, I'm reading over my mantras and I'm reading over my quotes and I'm praying and I'm, I'm in scripture. And especially before I get on to the mic with you and I'm doing my best to sit in gratitude. My little story today is, um, like I told you last week that life was going to really become exactly what I wanted it to. And when you go through something that you exactly knew that you wanted to go through, you don't know, no one knows what the other side's going to be like. You don't know what's going to come. You don't know the challenges that are going to be presented. You don't know the emotions and the feelings that you're going to feel. And I'll tell you what, walking through a divorce, which is going to be a whole nother, whole nother segment to help other people with the mindset and the mind frame in uh, a breakup or losing a job or anything of loss, grieving, losing someone through death. And you have to walk through it yourself to really grasp and understand what's happening, you know. And so as you walk through it, you just keep getting rocked in the face. And, and, and for anyone that understands uh, a nightmare or traumatic events, like those seem like slaps in the face, right? But they're going to continue to to present themselves and you're going to continue to feel them and you're not going to run from them. You're not going to burrow in the cave ever again and you're not going to slip things under the rug no longer. Instead, you're going to feel them and you're going to recognize this is part of the growth. This is part of the healing and this is part of ripping off the bandaid and letting everything take its course. So through the divorce, like I was sharing with you and the sell the house and all the things, it was my mindset and it was my attitude. And once I finally got there and I released from the argument in my head and I released from the shame and I released from the hurt and the guilt, I, I started to see the doors that were opening right before me and they were wide open, but one foot in one foot out. And that's not the way I want to live my life ever again, as I did that previously, but I did it rightfully. I did it as a wife and as a mother and as a friend to to be my best and to continue to be my best and also and also give it more optimism and positivity which also affected me negatively. You know, too much positivity and too much optimism uh put me in a state where I had to walk through all that all over again because I never really felt anything, you know. Uh however, so here I am today and I'm holding my crap together really, really well right now. And I, I'm, I'm excited. And I'm also very sad. I'm sad because I realize and I recognize that this was not the life that I wanted. And I had to change something drastically in order to achieve what, what was built inside my heart. And without feeling exhausted, you know, exhausted at looking at the text messages and exhausted receiving the text messages and, 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 and the calls and, and the emails and the visits and the, the, 
the outings and I just, I was exhausted. You know, so here I am today. The sale of my house happened and the closing date is here. I just got done signing the deed over and everything's already done. I signed the dotted line again. And I cited the I signed the dotted line today with logic and with with lessons. And I signed the dotted line today with happiness. And not gonna lie, a little anger and not gonna lie a little sadness. And as I, as I was talking to my realtor and we were going over some things and he goes, How you doing? And this is also my friend. I said, you know, I just got pissed today because I believed my script so hard versus my reality. And I lived in my own fantasy. And I don't know if anyone's been there. Have you been there? Have you believed your own fantasy and your own script so much that you've neglected everything of, of who you are and what you're made up of, your morals, your values, your worth, and then you just succumbed and you submitted? You know, and that's, that's nothing to ever do. That's nothing to ever be. Instead, we are meant to live freely. We are meant to live vivaciously and we're meant to prosper. You know, just as my, my mentor is my fitness mentor and my coach and everything. Um, he also is finding his own way in his own journey and his own, you know, moving towards his destination I could get so pissed off and I could get so irritated as I have. And I've also taken things personal and because that's human nature. And then you reel yourself back in and you're like, you know what? It's not about me. It's about him. And it's about what he's achieving and all the lives that he's helping and, and all the things, you know? And so then you realize that this is so much bigger than you, you know? So I'm just looking at the outside or as an outsider looking in and, 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 and saying that out loud and not saying that it doesn't hurt, not saying that my heart doesn't melt and it pisses me off and all the things. But instead, I, I got to rejoice in, in what's happening on a higher level that, that's uncomprehendable at this moment because emotions lay in there. You know, so same thing with the with the cell in my house. And and anything that doesn't love me, I don't love back. But I was also telling my friend, gosh, I really loved all the living organisms in the backyard. I love the flowers that I planted. I love the mint. I loved waking up and smelling the mint. Um, I love the trees. I loved the flow of the trees. I loved having people over for the past year. You know, and, and, I, and I get sad about that. But then he goes... Cam, I know you're thinking like this already, but I want to remind you of the gratitude that is installed in your heart and everything that is on your way. You and Dan are so special. You and the kids and your family are so special. You have so much going on and so much in growth. The gym is booming, you know, the the family is together, the the friends are united and and, and the ideas and, and the construction, all the things are going to start happening again because, you know, I'm an action-based person. I'm, an, I'm a doer. And you got to ask yourself, am I action-based? Am I a doer? And if that's, if that's something that's installed in you and you've been holding yourself back, 
you need to decide today to no longer hold back. You need to decide today that it's not worth holding back anymore, even though you might be going through a storm. You know, it's, it's very exciting to get excited. It's very invigorating and uplifting to, to think of new creative ways to adjust, you know, so you are in the making still. And that's where life presents itself. We either succumb and we submit, we hunker in and we get down, you know, or we understand, we recognize, we develop because we're also willing to take the risk. Again, we're willing to take the risk. And so when I look back at one of my friends and his mother saying there's so many lives lived in a lifetime, I couldn't agree more. And I'm not scared of it anymore. I'm not scared of the unknown. Really, the unknown is is what's on the other side. You know, just like my my spiritual walk, I believe in God. I have faith. And there's nothing on this earth that, that has just stood before me and said, I am God. You know, there's nothing that's happened that has taken me to heaven yet. You know, and so these are things that are unseen and you may not touch, but they are so felt in my world. My spirituality, my walk is so tight and so close. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited to get closer and to understand more of the unknown. But really, you don't get to know the unknown without experiencing the unknown was last year on February 26th when I signed the dotted line to be divorced. I wanted it over. I wanted it done. I never wanted to see another text again. I never wanted to see another naked picture again. I never wanted to think about someone else having my husband. I never wanted to feel insecure. And I did that not knowing what was on the other side at all. And here I am a year and five months later and the unknown has presented itself and life keeps going. It keeps going. And all of a sudden, this life that I'm living now keeps opening up. And, and you think like, oh, there's no more. Like that's it. But that's not true. Just like I coach my, my friends and my clients, my online clients in, in the realm of fitness, there's never a day that is not going to get better with your physique, with your condition. And I got to tell you from, from a personal perspective is I am not training for a show. I am not training for a race. I'm not training for a half Ironman right now. I am training for life right now. And my physical state gets, can, gets work, you know, but it's not in high structured training right now, which is very, very different for me. I'm at a higher body fat percentage right now, but I know without a shadow of a doubt that when I get past this winter storm and I'm ready to move into the spring, my body and my physique and my condition and my training will blossom. And, and, and that's weird for me to stay, say, because I've always had the crazy six pack. I've always had the deep cuts. I've always had 121 pounds of muscle on my body. But right now I'm working with 115. 
And for me, that's a lot. Six pound loss is something. I can feel it. And I don't feel strong. And, and, and right now my endorphins, my levels are definitely off too because I'm used to feeling a certain way. You know, but don't be afraid of getting that back. I had a girlfriend text me today. She's like, when does switch start? I'm like, it's on. And she's like, okay, I want to come in and I'll start in July because I'm really ready. I'm like, okay. And then she proceeds to tell me that, Cam, I haven't worked out in a year. I'm a mom of two. My life is, you know, done this and this, and I'm just ready. And I said, Jess, the cool thing about you is you've been there. You've done that. So it's not going to take long. It's going to take something, but it's not going to take long for you for you to get to where you once were. And believe me when I say it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be tough. In that first month, you're going to want to quit. You want to give up and throw the towel in because, you know, you once were there and you want it now. You know, but don't give up. Take this for what it's worth and know that you had two babies and you're working. You're a full-time mom. Your husband's also a full-time parent and also a full-time worker. You know, like there's all these different equations or parts of the equations that lead up to why you're in the state. But to recognize this and realize that this is not where you want to be is the beginning of your life. Brain health is no longer only for those who are suffering from major psychological disorders. For many, COVID-19 has amplified these issues. Maintaining and treating conditions such as anxiety, brain fog, and mood swings is as simple as a checkup with brain health restoration. Mert Brain Therapy at Brain Health Restoration is the most current brain technology on the market. Mert Brain Therapy maps and treats your brain by using non-invasive magnetic resonance therapy that optimizes brain function. You'll see immediately from the Brain Health Restoration readings the condition of your brain today. As you have these treatments, you start to see changes. The brain starts functioning in the way that it's supposed to. I'm not anxious anymore. I don't have depression. I sleep better. I have this sense of peace. Take control of your brain health today. Visit brainhealthrestoration.com. Use the code CAMI to get 10% off your first treatment. And again, this never goes away. Going back to Scott's mom saying, you live a lot of lives in your lifetime. You live a lot of seasons in your lifetime. And this is something that is that is not forbidden. It's something that is not a weakness. This is something that's so true, so real, and so worth the, the, the challenge to get the bravery and to get the courage to move on and to get past this. I, I talked to a girlfriend. These are all, again, my stories literally that have happened within moments and, and literally days of, of this podcast right now. But Uh, My other girlfriend asked me how I'm doing, you know, and she's been there, done that too. She's walked down a very similar path and she has, she has empathy. And so she just wanted to make sure because I'm always smiling. I'm always doing the thing. And she goes, Hey, I just let you know that I experienced not only divorce and, and breakup in my life and having kids and moving on and then finding the man, my dreams and now having a family with him. I I remember what it looked like when I lost my job. And she said, it's hard to see it at it in the time when you're going through it, but the blessing comes from what seems like your darkest times. 
I lost my job when the market crashed back in 2008. And I felt like I hit rock bottom in all facets of my life. But from those hard times came so many changes and all for the better. And I, I just looked at her this morning and I was like, Sherry, <laughs> you're one of a kind to speak that truth. She, she thought her life was over by losing her job. Her finances were gone. She was on her face when it came to finances and she had a family. Thank God her husband has his gig going and, you know, can, can hold the fort up. But that put a lot of pressure on him, him, I'm sure. Right. But if there's a will, there's a way. And she wasn't willing to crash harder than she already had. The market took a split and that wasn't in her control. You know, your friendship took a split and that wasn't in your control. My girlfriend, also a client, one of my clients, um, very in shape, very, very, very in shape, very vivacious, very outgoing. She travels the world. She's a doctor. No kids, just got divorced, meets this guy and her life starts to tread up, you know, and I'll spare all the details of the agony and the pain that she felt losing her sister through suicide along the way and her family dismantled and the kids and, and the child dismantled and all the things. But then here my client comes and she goes, she calls me and she's like, Hey, I had a stroke. She's 44 years old. And I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, I had a stroke and I lost, I lost some of my eyesight and I just buckled. You know, I'm like, wait, what? This doesn't sound right. You know, and I'm asking all the questions and trying to figure it out um, without, you know, being the doctor and knowing what's going on. And I'm, again, asking all the questions. She goes, we did so much research and we did so many tests. Mind you, she's a doctor as well. And her new boyfriend's an ER doctor, you know, so the support was there. And she's being her own advocate and she's going to pursue. And they found out that she had a hole in her heart. And that hole in her heart had to be, had to be um, replaced and or sealed up. And so she's going in on July 1st to get this sealed up. But it doesn't take away from her um, vision being impaired right now. It doesn't take away from her journey in fitness being taken away, her travels being taken away. All the things have been taken away. But here's her outlook. She goes, Cammie. I will be better after I get my heart patched up. It's going to be a very um, good surgery with the greatest doctors. And I'm going to get this patched up. And I'm going to be able to oxygenate my blood now. Whereas before she wasn't able to at full capacity. Which is going to make her a better athlete. It's going to make her a better person. She's going to be able to breathe. And for anyone who knows about breathing, it's, it's a sincere thing in life. you got to have it. Hence to why we started with an inhale. And an exhale. There's so much involved in your breasts. And my girl is going to figure out after the surgery, after her attitude, after her optimism and positivity towards this crazy, horrible situation, she's going to be a better human. But she's got to go through a lot to get there. Don't we all have our own story? 
It's absolutely freaking crazy. I'm at the rodeo. I see a, a man I haven't seen in over 10 years. And I didn't know I was going to react like this. And possibly I'm on high tilt lately because I'm living in a very winter storm. Big winter storm, rather. And so maybe I'm more emotional. But I see this man and I see their son. And he's 10 years older. So when I last saw him, he was 11 years old. He's now 21 years old. And I saw his eyes and I knew that was him. And it made me emotional. Maybe that's because my son just turned 14 and he has size 13 shoes and he's working full-time, eight-hour days being a busboy and a dishwasher. Maybe it's because I see him training two days a week with his Uncle Max. And maybe it's because I see him growing up before my eyes and liking girls now and doing the thing, becoming his own. But then you see it at 21 years old and you just saw him at 10 years old. And then you see that man that you saw 10 years ago. And then he starts telling, telling me how excited and happy he is for me. And how much he loves my brother. and How much he loves our family. And you got to stick around good people. The ones that are really, truly loyal. Really, truly have their moral compass on the front side of their head. And all of our morals are so different. So find what fits you. And stick around that. And make decisions around that instead of succumbing and submitting and being a chameleon and just doing what everyone else wants you to do. This man sat there and told me then, you know, I've lived a lot of life and it seems like it gets really, really good. And then there's some, there's some falls, just like I experienced with my daughter. She was a drug addict and she had a baby and that baby was born a drug addict. So I had them walk through the steps at step two. It's a, it's a organization, nonprofit here in town, helping situations just as these mothers that are really in need to get their life on track. And all of a sudden he starts smiling instead of that, that sad look in his eyes. And he looks at me and he goes, and they're fine today. They're fine. Today they're amazing. Today they're great and they're moving forward and they're living the life that they deserve to live. However, prior to this, they weren't. It was the biggest struggle and the biggest nightmare that he'd ever lived. So we recognize these things and we put ourselves in motion to make the change. And this will forever be my mantra. I listened to it. I listened to it for my own self, speaking to other people. And I was so scared of taking that own risk in my own life. Because I was so hell-bent on my script. And you know what? I get pissed. I do. I get pissed and I get sad. And I just want to just throw it around, you know, and get mad. But it's not going to help anything. It's going to help to feel and to understand this is where I'm at right now. However, I want to respond correctly. So I don't taint my life and I don't hurt my life any more than it's already been hurt. Just like you deserve the same thing. So I signed my deed today. This chapter is officially over. Getting everything out of my house. Hiring two women that I trust so dearly to help me, to encourage me also, to communicate with 
in a very fun and exciting way to do a garage sale, to get another storage unit, to be in another land of unknown. But deep down in my heart and deep down in my gut, it's so, so not foreign. The desires of my heart happened the second that I was born on October 6th of 1981. And that was the beginning of my life. Just like your birthday is so important. Don't ever not not celebrate your birthday. That was the day that you were given opportunity to live this life exactly purpose-filled. And it doesn't mean that it was going to be perfect. It doesn't mean that it was going to line up perfectly. I know mine didn't, and I know yours hasn't. My cards that I've been dealt have sucked. But I'll tell you what, there's been so many freaking cards that have been so rad. And there's no chance that I'm walking into my 40th year on October 6th of 1981 happy, energetic, vivacious. There's no way. I'm going to start training after, after this segment right here, this episode. I'm going to start getting on my A game again. I'm going to have time. I spent all the time in the world making sure that everything was out of that house. Everything was packed up. Everything was bubble wrapped. Everything was sold whatever. And now I deserve this time to get my life back, to start training and to fill myself with the, with the endorphins that I was also destined to feel every day. That's my natural high. That's when people ask me, what are you on? I'm on me. I'm on God. I'm on light. I'm on what I'm attracting. And I'm so excited about that. I take this so seriously as I have about five months to October 6th and, and four months, something like that. And I'm ready. You know, so as this door has sincerely closed and we're about to put a lock on it right now, I'll tell you, I didn't want that walking down the aisle. I had all the dreams in the world. And maybe that's what's sad looking at all your dreams. But you know what? My dreams are so much more aligned right now and intact to what my heart desires than what that stupid script desired over there. And my that stupid chameleon that submitted to being okay with someone else's life. That vision board that I found in my basement almost made me puke. And it makes me sad that I have to say this out loud, but I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and lie one more day of my life. That vision board was made between my husband and I. And I look at that vision board and I almost puked, not because it didn't happen, but because I submitted to someone else's visions and to someone else's look on life that didn't even match my not even one picture. Not one. And I have to forgive myself for walking that hard of a stance. And that's why I, I say to you, I will, I choose not to fall in love, but I choose to stand in love with Daniel Justin Knapp. I choose to stand in love with Camille Jean Craig. I choose to stand in love with Bodhi Ikaika Lyman and Chopper Craig Lyman. I choose to stand in love. And that means... That I will never, ever, ever have my face flat on the floor 
and just kicking my arms and kicking my feet and, and doing what I can there without actually being conscious and being aware and alert of all the things that are going on and without not having a voice because you put your face down, Cammie. I ask you right now, is your face down? And if your face is down, I ask you to stand up. Get up on your two feet and stand on the floor that is beneath you. And it's strong and it's sturdy and it's stable. And if you think it isn't, take a step. Right now. Take a step. Take another step. The ground's stable, right? You're still walking. You're good. <laughs> yep. I had to do this drill. I had to do this. Exactly what I'm sharing with you. I had to do. And... I felt so unbalanced. I, I felt so unstable and I felt very chattery and, and, and reckless in my knees at times. But the ground beneath me that God has provided is stable. So I'm going to walk. I'm going to walk with my head high and my eyes forward and I'm not going to look down. When I see someone, I'm going to look them in the eye and I'm going to give them a hug or I'm going to give them a hello or I'm going to give them a pound or a handshake. I'm going to look up and I'm not going to put things on the rug any longer. More power to you for taking the step today. Part two, real talk, more power to you. More power to you to not submitting and, and, and succumbing to what others want for you. More power to you to really understand and know that this is the beginning of your life. This is the beginning of the first day of your life. Just like you were, just like you were when you were born. That's the first day. Inhale and exhale. These three big breaths that I took were for me as well. I'm right here with you. I'm so happy for you. Someone needs to hear this today. Someone needs to hear that the door that is closing, the door that needs to be closed, <laughs> will give us an opportunity for other doors to open. And we will track this and we'll be a sincere magnet to this. I honor your walk and I thank you for honoring mine. Share this with someone that needs it. So many people have shared their time with me and I can only pray and hope that this can help and give some juice and give some love and give some hope to other people. Until next time, you guys, thanks for hanging out with me. Part two, real talk, more power to you. My obedience determines my outcome. My discipline determines my destiny. My faith determines my focus.